0: Hi, this is Daniel Scribner here with a quick preview of our next 20-minute playbook episode, which comes out tomorrow. In it, I'm joined by Ben Blumenrose. Ben is the co-founder, co-director, and managing partner of Designer Fund, which is an early stage venture capital firm that backs founders that both recognize the power of design and are committed to getting design right in their company from day one. Designer Fund was founded in 2012 when there were few other companies in Silicon Valley outside of Apple that even understood the power of design to build incredible products, create a category-defining brand, and ultimately forge an enduring company. At the time, there were also no venture capitalists with a pure design background. And yet, over the last decade, Designer Fund has built an exceptional venture firm. They've produced top quartile returns for their investors, beating out their peers in the market at large, and were early investors in a wave of design-centric companies that have defined the last decade, including Stripe and Gusto. Before co-founding Designer Fund with Enrique Allen in 2012, Ben was a design lead at Facebook for nearly six years after joining when the team was just around 100 people in size. In this episode, you'll learn why Ben is fascinated with AI like Dolly 2 that can create original artwork, and what that might mean for intellectual property rights and monetization for artists of all shapes and sizes. Why design is utility-centric, where art is simply about expression, and Ben's thoughts on why design matters. What Ben has learned from studying natural ecosystems and why they make it clear that our growth at all costs mentality is flawed. Ben shares his favorite books, including the Murderbot series by Martha Wells about a violent self-hacking cyborg that's searching for the meaning of life, which I've since downloaded and is incredible. He shares his superpowers, including being able to tell when a product is incredibly well designed, as well as why the gap between great and extraordinary is much bigger than most of us think it is. And he shares the biggest lessons he's learned building Designer Fund over the last decade, as well as the advice he'd give himself if he could go back to the start of his career. Here's one of my favorite moments from it. Tune in tomorrow to listen to the full episode.
1: How do you think about design and what does design mean to you? And it's a very wide open question. So feel free to take that from any level, from any angle.
2: Maybe the way I will answer that is just like, why? Why have I, like, why is design important to you? Is that maybe mm-hmm. kind of, or like, why, why that's do you great. even care? Is that kind of?
1: Yeah. What you're I think, at? I think for a lot of people listening, that's probably the question they would ask. Why is <laughs> she care? Yeah.
2: So here's the thing. I think, and, and obviously I've spent decades thinking, thinking about this. Um, at, at, when design is inherent in design, when done well, is this idea of creating something for a person to use. The act of deliberate creation uh, for a specific use case, right? It's not art, right? There we have art. Design is really, it's meant to be, there's a utility there, right? So inherent in design is the idea that something should be useful. Um, and hopefully, I, I, I hope for most designers is useful for good, right? So let's, when you think about like the building blocks of a, of a tech company, okay, you have designers, then you have engineers. What, what's at the, the core of engineering is, uh, it's, it's like the motivation is, is solving complex problems. And there may be a use user at the end of that or may not be, right? So inherent in good engineering is not necessarily something that's more useful for a person, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it could be and it often is, but it, but it doesn't have to be. It's not inherent in the, in the work. Uh, and then you have, you know, you go to business school. Okay. Well, what are we? What, what gets business? You know, people who go to business school excited? Well, for them, it's uh, building a massive business, right? So like getting people to buy stuff uh, or building something of value. So again, users could, you know, people could be at the end of that in some way, but they don't have to be, right? Um, and often what I found is there's like a tension there between domain experts, designers, engineers, and, you know, your MBA folks. And it just so happens that designers, and maybe you, customer support people kind of play this role too. They're kind of the, the, the end user advocates often, right? And so they're the ones who are saying, well, wait a second, like who's going to use this? Why are they going to use this this way? Why is this good for them to use? And so when you, when you take that out of, of a company, all of a sudden like the balance is off, right? If you have like engineers solving really tough, difficult engineering problems and business folks trying to build a big business, well... There's all sorts of ways to like man- manipulate and, and have that grow in a way that actually isn't serving humanity well. And it's again, it's not to say like to get up here and be like, Oh yeah, design's the end all be all. And we always do it right. We don't always do it right. But there's something inherent in, in design done well. That is that, you know, when you break it down to just its core essence, it, it's trying to help people do things well. And so for me, that's why it's really important because when you take that away and that, and that's honestly like why we started Designer Fund, it wasn't like I, I had a ambition to be an investor by any means, but it's just that people were asking me for help on design so much, uh, on things like education and healthcare. Um, and you start thinking, well, wait a second. If design is absent from these, mm-hmm. from the, from the, from the building of these products and services, then who, who's here to make sure that, you know, in hospitals that patients, are being cared for the right way? Who's who's here to make sure that students are being cared for the right way, versus just like building something that's good for the school system or good for the hospital, right? So that's the thing that I think for me is um, is the importance of wh- why I'm so like into getting getting design at, at the ground floor of every like great company that that is getting started today. Because if not, we're just going to get th- those those products and services, and we've all experienced it, right? Like if you've gone to a doctor recently and you've watched the doctor look at the screen half of the time or more versus look at you, the patient, uh, you've kind of felt what happens when design is absent from these things. That's kind of the thing we're trying to fight against. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of like why for me design is so important and, and why I, I fight for it and advocate for it and try to like uh, advocate for it in the, in the VC ecosystem.
1: Yeah. I love that perspective. I mean, it almost sounds like a way to think about design in your mind is as guardrails. You know, it's like you can channel the resources, meaning your engineers and the money that you've raised in a business and all these ideas and feedback you've gotten from customers in a lot of different directions. And maybe design adds a little bit more intentionality and tries to just make sure that that's all pointed and harnessed in the right direction.
2: Yeah. And, and I would say, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to also champion, there's this idea of like human-centered design. You've probably heard of this, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that sounds great. So that's what's human. It's like, it's basically designing for the per for an individual. Um, but I think one of the things that's lacking in human centered design is like humanity centered design, right? Because when you're optimizing for the individuals, well, then what happens to the ecosystem at large? And I think, you know, frankly, this is, this is basically, um, what happened at Facebook is we were, we're trying to create this thing that every individual got a lot of utility out, out of. Assuming that if people loved it for themselves, that that would somehow create um, value or like move humanity in the right direction. And my personal opinion is is that it's not enough to just say, oh, I'm going to give you, you yourself, you the person, something that works for you without taking into account, well, how does that work for you and your community? How does that work for you in your country how does that work for you in the world and so that's that's a, another piece that i'm hoping like more formal design education starts to take into account is kind of like the humanity centered approach to design and have that be baked into to the work that we do
0: yeah